One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is a wreck, and so is the language in this podcast. So viewer discretion is advised. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this term's political debates. My name is Joffrey Dirkwood, Clean Cut the Second, and I will be your moderator. I would like to remind the candidates that tonight is a chance to showcase your party's platform in a way that will influence millions across this great nation. It's a chance to show the voters what you really care about. Is everybody ready? Yeah, life's a wreck. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to the podcast, Life's a Wreck. So here's Jordan Canlish. Jordan is a former semi-pro soccer player turned speaker, coach, and meditation teacher who left his corporate accounting job in 2017 and moved to Toronto to work alongside other health and wellness experts at the Mindset Brain Gym. He's passionate about meditation and has spent the last four years immersing, learning, and practicing a wide range of healing modalities from around the world. He now delivers bespoke corporate wellness solutions around the GTA, helping professionals apply tools and resources so they can master their inner world and live with passion and purpose. Jordan, man, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here, man. Excited for this conversation. Finally, someone who knows what they're talking I was going to say, you've uh, had a bit of a busy, busy couple weeks, eh? Just getting back from vacation, kind of settling, uh, settling back in. How was your time, uh, your time away? Unreal, mate. It was, uh, it was good because, you know, I haven't seen my parents in a long time, so it was mm-hmm. good to connect with them. And you know, I've been in Toronto almost two years now, mm-hmm. so it can be. I've noticed it can be very easy to get swept up in the busyness of living in a big city. For sure. So, like I was saying to you before, breaking the pattern, you know, traveling, just getting out of your regular routine, um, it does wonders, man. Yeah. Good. What do you yeah. find it is about kind of uh, when you jump home? Like, what do you, what does that do for you? Um, go, as in, I've been home only once since really? since coming out to Canada, and for me, it was like an injection of comfort. You know, mm-hmm. home for me is comfort, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, I I actually had to redefine my relationship with comfort for a while, man, because I'm someone who's like, I'll go to the gym and just like go work really hard. I'll get up at 5 a.m., do cold showers, like trying to get uncomfortable as much as possible. But right. then I also realized that comfort is really, is, is really important. For sure. And home gives me that, nice. you know, you know, being around your mom, being around your mom's cooking, going to the beach. Nothing better, man. Yeah, that's yeah. what brings me comfort. So I really, you know, I've realized the importance of that. Um, which is why it's made it a, little, a little bit difficult being so far away. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, on, on some level, and not to the not to the same extreme, but I can relate to that a little bit. Coming from, uh, I guess, uh, East Coast, Canada, New Brunswick, uh, and then coming here for school, being here for three years, like that time that you get to spend um, being back home, it just it, it gives you that 
for me anyway, it gives me that sense of perspective. Mm. It really allows me to kind of like reflect on like what the past couple of years has looked like for me and what's kind of like taken me to this point. And, you know, your story is one that's uh, interesting, leaving an accounting job back uh, a couple of years ago now. And, uh, you know, what kind of prompted that change? What was the what was the motivation behind that? Mm. Well, I think for a lot of us, man, we, we go to university and study things. This is what happened to me. I went to a university studying a, a direction that I thought was that was I was told that this is this is what success means. You right. earn, you go to school, you get a good job, you earn good money, you get a great house and that is success. And I realized when I finished my degree and got like my dream job at Deloitte, which is like one of the best firms in the world, I was like I had on the external success, but on the internal I felt a la- I felt lack, I felt empty. I was like this this ain't it, man. There's, yeah. there's, there's more to life than this. And that's what kind of began this inward journey of trying to figure out what is what does success really mean to me? Right. Because I feel like, you know, everyone has a different definition of success. For sure. And to me, success meant happiness. Mm-hmm. Like, how happy are you? Yeah. You know, like, I don't, like, you could be a janitor, and if you're happy as hell and you love your life, fuck, man, you're a whole lot more successful than some corporate banker. 100%. Making half a million dollars a year. Yeah. So that's what I had to redefine what success meant to me. And for me, that meant discovering what brings me happiness. Mm-hmm. What do I want to spend... 80% of my life doing because we're literally if you're at work you don't like it that's a lot of your life wasted doing things you don't want to do mm-hmm. so that's where I began this journey of going within finding out what is it that my heart wants like mm-hmm. what, do I, what do I want to do if money wasn't a factor what would I do right and for so long I was like I drowned that out because I bought into the idea of what other people told me what success was my mm-hmm. parents society school I'd lost touch with like my my authentic self so that was a process that you know i would say it took i was there for 16 months working in a, an accounting job and i had some ups and downs and ultimately i got to a place where i had the courage to then follow my heart it took some time mm-hmm. because the mind is you know is very scared of taking leaps and 100%. leaving new changes for sure but i feel like once you tap into that part of you that knows no limits it knows no boundaries the courage just comes up and I just eventually just quit and just mm-hmm. came out to Toronto. Was yeah. there a, was there a particular like moment for you or was it kind of one of those things just over time and, and being, I guess like taking that time to be mindful of, of your state when you're in that corporate position and just understanding that like this isn't inspiring any kind of like drive in you. This isn't necessarily all that you kind of thought it was going to be. Like, was there a particular moment or was it kind of one of those things that just using that self-reflection, it just kind of led you in this direction? Mm, it was a process. Like cause when I first started, I, fucking hated it man i was like I really can't believe, like, right off the bridge yeah i was like i started i was like it was, it was all exciting when i first started working but then it was soon after i realized that this is this is it like this is what i do on a day to day and i would come home feeling so drained empty and depleted that i was just like fuck man i was so angry i was like it was a frustration in a sense because you know i wanted to uh, to reach my potential in life but then it wasn't until i accepted that this experience is trying to teach me something mm-hmm you know, if you think that you're going to find happiness and success and joy when you get the ideal relationship, you get that right. perfect job, you're missing the point because only, these things can only be generated from within. Mm-hmm. And that was the key perspective shift for me that this job or this experience in life was trying to show me that everything that I want is actually within me. Right. You know, I had to cultivate it first. And mm-hmm. The minute I cultivated that, that's when I was like, okay, well, I can stay at this job and be right. happy. You know, yeah. that's when I realized it was time to, uh, I knew I, could, I was ready. For sure. Because I was like, I was content. I was like, I was showing up to my accounting job, happy as fuck, man. I was chirpy. I was like, cool. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm, I'm doing things around my job that allow me to feel fulfilled. So it was a process. I started off hating it. Then it was like, 
I had to go through the acceptance phase yeah. and then I went through the cultivation phase where I started cool. like generate yeah elevated mm. emotions yeah and that's can't even mentally keep up <laughs> well one of the big weeks son like I feel like that have you always kind of I guess possess this level of mindfulness because I think that that takes a lot of self-reflection especially when you are kind of going through a time that's like you're not as happy as you think you mm. can be you don't feel as fulfilled as you can be to kind of like take that step back and say I'm not as fulfilled as I can be but like can I manifest that like, can mm. I, can I really take this time? Can I be mindful of like what I'm putting out there, the energies that like I'm using to process like my life kind of surroundings and like taking that and saying like, I can completely manipulate how I pr- like process my reality. And when you take that time and you say, you know, this is all just kind of starting and finishing with me. Like, I feel like that takes a lot yeah. to, to get to that point. Was that something that you always kind of had or was that, no, no, it no, was no. just a bit of yeah. a realization kind of thing. It was sort of like a, it kind of began earlier on when you know I went through like a heartache my first relationship it like right. something within me started to like question you know like how do I overcome this pain because it's inevitable we all go through pain and struggle yeah but like ultimately like I said before it's like it's trying to show us something mm-hmm. it's trying to lead us back to something and yeah I guess my job was just my way of like you know, propelling me more into the inward journey of like self-discovery and like you're you're on this awesome journey as well and it's like it's great Thank to you, have man. these conversations with other men because i feel like you know where the where kind of the the next phase of awakening young men man millennials like mm-hmm. we're now going through a phase a time in life where we can have these awakenings For at sure. 20 like 21 22 yeah and still have the the opportunity to quit a job and like go and take a risk and move somewhere else. Man. Yeah. This is, yeah. this this is actually happening to people like 40, 50, 60. They're waking up That's crazy. and they're going, Oh wow. I've just spent 20, 30 years of my life doing a mm-hmm. job that I hated yeah. or being in a relationship that just didn't fulfill me. Mm-hmm. And the minute you wake up to like, you know, the limitless potential that's within you, it's like all of a sudden you realize you can go anywhere and do anything mm-hmm. because you realize your happiness is coming from within. Yeah. So yeah. like for yeah for me it was like I definitely wasn't say I was like always mindful or right. spiritual yeah, yeah, yeah. it was more just different experiences along the way slowly started to awaken that part of me that's awesome yeah man. was that is that the same for you like how did this come about for you was it a pro- gradual process or just like sudden oh don't ask him all right everyone strap in for the boring five minutes of your life with I really like I get a lot of what's um a lot of what you're saying with that idea of kind of like, you know, you go through like almost like these traumatic experiences, like these emotionally like charged experiences, mm-hmm. uh, whether that is like a breakup or whether that's like, you know, losing your job or something like that. Um, in my own personal life, like I'd went through a journey of like, I'd always had um, a lot of like mental health issues. Um, I'd always kind of went through a lot of, a lot of ups and downs, even in my adolescent life, as I was kind of like forming um, what I believed was like, kind of like who I was and like this, this perception of self uh, was kind of formed in a time that was like not not the most healthy it was a little bit tumultuous so the idea that like I, I think I just got to a point where I'd went through so many of these kind of valleys and I was just like I wanted to kind of become somebody that like I could have used when I was going through that time mm-hmm. like I wish that I had have had some 20 something guy who wasn't you know taking himself too seriously yeah. and was talking about um mental health and was talking about mindfulness and wellness uh in a way that was like casual and conversational it was sitting down with people who uh who kind of shared that same mindset like that's something that i definitely could have used so i think it was just this idea of like i really wanted to i really wanted to kind of create a space in which i could grow that was like finally like healthy and productive and i think that when i started to kind of process that like i'm on this journey and i want to keep going with this Mm. 
and I want to see where this can take me. I want to see who this can take me to. Like, you know, being able to sit down and have these conversations um, and uh, and be in this world. Like, it's 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 enlightening. Every day I get to learn more and more and more. And it's just like this thirst for hunger, but this like thirst for betterment. And I think that when you get this well-rounded perspective from so many people, you get to take little pieces of like what these people say. And you say like, man, like I didn't even think of that before. So it's like this emotional education, which I think is so beautiful, especially like in young men, because I don't think we take enough time in general to kind of process what's going around us and take that step back and reflect. Um, and so, you know, I really resonate with that idea of just kind of like from these areas, these time, this time in your life um, that can be a little bit more hard, that can be, you know, this, it's a bit of a drag, it's a bit of a yeah. process, but you can definitely take like these times to like teach yourself something. And I think mm. that that's really, really something kind of cool. Dude, you know, you know it there with stepping back to allow things to process. Mm. Like that's something that we're all so caught up being busy. Hundred percent. That there is so much stuff within there that is just we got to go in there and clean things up, man. Yeah. Because if you don't, you'll end up chasing something that you think you want when in reality it's keeping you on this never-ending cycle. Yeah. You know, yeah. of like thinking there's something out there you need to get or do or become. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's just once you do the inner work and process a lot of these like traumas. Yeah. Or like energy blockages, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Once you process that, man, you realize that you are an infinite source of love. Yeah. You have everything you've ever wanted. It's already within you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just literally just allowing the allowing it to come through you. And then from that, that's when you get like you get pulled. Intuition pulls you. Mm-hmm. You just follow the feeling. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful way of putting it, man. Like mm-hmm. the idea that, you know, all of that love, like it is, it, it is truly yeah. in us right yeah. and it's like different circumstances that can bring it out organically but when you learn to kind of harness that energy like harness that feeling and you can apply it to situations instead of deriving it from situations mm-hmm. i think that when you're kind of like going from internal to external versus external to internal i think that's when a lot of people's lives can really start to to change in a way mm-hmm. um which is something that like you know you've obviously you you realize and you kind of that's something that you you talk about when you talk to uh different kind of professionals and and whatever uh you know, groups you, that you may be speaking to. Is there, I guess, kind of a overall lesson, like within that kind of being mindful and being like understanding your emotions and saying like, oh, like I've got this all internally. Like what's just kind of like a, a very easy thing that someone can kind of apply to their daily life. They, they can kind of start to process it so they can kind of start to have these, uh, these general, as you said, emotional awakenings. Mm. Looking at the things in your day that are either taking energy from you or giving you energy. Mm. Because, like, ultimately, we have the same amount of time in the day, mm-hmm. and it's our decisions mm-hmm. which literally impact our value. Mm-hmm. And to me, someone who is valuable is someone who has a lot of energy to give. Mm-hmm. So, if you go to a job that you hate and it's draining your energy, you're around people who are draining your energy, your value is getting lower and lower and lower because you don't have the energy to do the things that excite you to share your passions with the world and create something that's going to leave a lasting impact. Mm -hmm. Like what you're doing right now. The only reason you can do this right now is because you have energy to do it. Yeah. If you were stuck wasting your time around people that drained your energy, you'd be like, fuck, I'm bothered doing a podcast. Yeah. Fuck that. Right. So the decisions in your day that are giving you energy, like these conversations giving me energy. Yeah. Yeah. If I was to go and like have McDonald's right now, that's going to drain my energy. Right. So it's like all these little decisions, you add them up. And it's like, at the end of the day, you either have a surplus of energy or you're at a deficit. Mm-hmm. The people who are at a deficit are the ones that come home, 
put on Netflix and have a freaking like have a Coke. Yeah. Like, I'm exhausted. I can't, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. no energy to work on anything creative or exciting. That passion, that yeah. meaning, yeah. So yeah. I started making small decisions while at my corporate job that started to give me energy. Mm-hmm. Shifts in my diet, shifts in the way I exercise, shifts in my sleep. All these things started adding up to the point where I would finish my work day at like 5.30 p.m. and stay at the office for three more hours, work on my blog, work on my podcast, build out my website. That's awesome, man. Like the only reason I had the energy to do that was because I started making decisions that stacked up mm-hmm. and I got a surplus of energy. So nice. that would be my simple, yeah, <laughs> yeah, first step. Yeah. It's just that, it's that, man, it's that idea of reflection. And like, I, I think it always comes back to like, we get so caught up in our daily lives all the time and it's so mm. easy to kind of take things as they are oh i've got my you know my job's crazy school's crazy everything you know my life's so hectic and it's like when you're saying this when you're vocalizing this energy when you're putting that out there it's like yeah of course you're going to be drained yeah. but it's like if you kind of look at it from that mindset of like i've got all these things to do but once i have them out of the way i can kind of like i can take the the productivity that was used to kind of put it into these things and i can use that mm. same productivity to kind of do things that do inspire me and that do push me exactly. and i think that when you get uh yeah when you get there it's like this feeling of like damn like i yeah it is it's like i have this all yeah. here it's just about getting it external totally man. yeah and not nothing ex- like i think nothing external needs to change no. no because like you could be at a corporate job and hate it and start you know channeling your passions in ways outside of your job and mm-hmm. show up to your corporate job just fulfilled because like you're like sweet i'm working on my, my stuff outside of this mm-hmm. i know this is temporary and like instead of just like moping around going through the motions cruising like that's what most people do, just go through the motions yeah check in check out like that's it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so yeah that, that's a really good point when uh when you think about kind of meaning and purpose because in a sense you've dedicated your life to kind of like helping people fulfill their purposes mm-hmm. helping people to discover what they you know what they are truly meant to be like what inspires and what lights a fire in them um when you think about about that is there anything like in particular about meaning and purpose like that you think that you see people take and it's just like it's the one you know i don't want to say because i know that this is such a long conversation to have and there's so much work that needs to be put into it but you know what is it about meaning and purpose particularly that can just like ignite something in somebody that they might not even really really think about i guess like they they think that they're living with purpose but is there something like something that they should think about like oh when i feel this way or when i think this way like oh maybe i'm going in the right direction Mm. no purpose for me is like the driving force Mm -hmm. of like everything for Mm -hmm. me like life you know when you have a purpose when you have a reason why you're getting up to do the things you're doing that's when you summons the energy to get up early or to to do something you don't want to do when there's a higher purpose there. Mm-hmm. And for me, the higher purpose is like doing something beyond yourself, mm-hmm. like serving people because you just want to help other people live a better life. Mm-hmm. And I believe we all have an inner purpose. It's all in there. Mm-hmm. It's just our job to identify like what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's through your passions where you start, it's like the intersect of like passion and curiosity and helping other people. It's like mm-hmm. you find that purpose and through purpose, that's where, that's where we're trying, we're just trying to chase fulfillment. We just mm-hmm. want to get to the end of the day and be like, Oh, that feeling of like I made a difference yeah. I impacted someone yeah. I grew I grew in a way that allowed me to impact someone mm-hmm. and once you discover that I feel like once you start to dial in with that it's like it's a spark that once you light it it's like it, just, it can only get bigger it just like pulls you so for me a lot of the times it's just the purpose is in there it's just clearing away the noise in the mind mm. 
that kind of prevents us from accessing it. Mm-hmm. Reasons why, like, you can't follow your passions. Oh, there's not, I can't make money doing that. Or my parents will judge me. Or, right. like, you know, if I quit my job, I'll lose all my benefits. Or I'm not going to get, you know, it's just all these excuses that the mind creates around why we can't follow our heart mm-hmm. that cut us off from all the, like, possibilities of what we could create mm-hmm. and who we could become. Like, mm-hmm. we just carry around this, like, limiting story that keeps us stuck. I know uh, when we talk about men's mental health, um, particularly, I know that there's a ton of those blocks. Do you think that having purpose is kind of like a itself a good block to kind of be building upon when you're talking about getting through these tough times or kind of dealing with mental health issues? Mm. I mean, like, I feel like you can't discover purpose if you're stuck in uh, this mental struggle of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, when I'm, when I, because I've suffered my fair share of anxiety in the past, it's like when I'm in that state, man, there's like, there's no creativity flowing through me. I can't serve other people. So it's it's in those times, if you're going through depression, anxiety, bipolar, whatever mental illness it is, to me, they're, the, they're signals. It's time to slow the hell down mm. and go back to pro- process. There's mm-hmm. something that needs to be processed within you. Mm-hmm. And until that process is complete, then you can go back to your purpose, right. which is to serve, you know, serve others through your mm-hmm. unique expression. Yeah. So anxiety is like a trigger. For me, it's a trigger okay. to go back slow down and it's like something in me that needs to be looked at processed and loved Mm -hmm. i love that idea of like it's kind of like a warning sign Mm -hmm. in a way like it's kind of like that red light that goes off and kind of says like what like the direction that you're on right now like what's kind of happening in your life like is becoming overwhelming and like you can't kind of focus in necessarily like on yourself until this has been addressed exactly but like i think that yeah it's kind of like that uh, mental like chicken or egg Buddy, you did this joke like 10 episodes ago. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what comes first? Exactly. Um, and most people with anxiety, like, will keep trying to cover it up by having more coffee or work, going to the gym. Gym's right. another one. They'll just work out more. They don't actually look at what's causing the anxiety. Mm. They'll just, like, create all these coping mechanisms to right. keep them, like, take a pill or, like, freaking, you know, like, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, in reality, it's, like, there's something beneath there that mm-hmm. needs to be looked at mm-hmm. and seen. What is it? Uh, so, right now, you know, as we're sitting, for the people who are listening to the podcast, uh, we're sitting at the Mindset Brain Gym up in uh, Yorkville where, where you work. And what is it uh, about this space here that kind of, like, drew Because I know that when you came here, like, this is, you know, yeah. started working here. And I guess when you've been on this journey of, of you know, self-exploration and kind of revealing your purpose to yourself, like, what is it about, uh, you know, this place in particular that you've really kind of, like, gelled with? It's an urban space, man. Hmm. It's an urban space for people to do the work. Whether that's meditation, breath work, sound healing, or any any other event, it's a space in a city that's giving people a place to come here and, and find get that get that personal time. That like yeah. we said at the start, we're so freaking busy, we don't create time to just be with ourselves. Mm-hmm. This is a space that allows that, man. And to me, like we need more spaces like this. For sure. You know, yeah. I've, there was nowhere I haven't really seen anything like this. You know, in, in no. the travels that I've done, and they're no. slowly popping up, New York and other areas, LA. But this is like the first of its kind in Toronto, man. And like Super to me, cool. it's it's a beautiful thing because yeah, like it's it's this is where it's needed most. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's the most anxiety going on in the city for sure. So it's great to to have this in the heart of Yorkville and for me to be here and support people in their journey. Mm. And to me, like it's ultimately that that's what's given me purpose, man. Yeah. That's why I came out here. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah. it's yeah, it's been an amazing experience being here for mm-hmm. sure. I think that's so cool. You know, the idea of like deriving purpose from like giving people like helping people discover their purpose mm. I, I think that that was always kind of a driving force behind creating the podcast i think that was always kind of one of those things that when i decided to go down this road it was like i you know i really want to 
help people because I know what it's like to be on the other side of it yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to come here and to come all this way too, like to, you know, to really uproot and come halfway around the world hmm. to kind of help people discover purpose. Like, I think that's super cool. But what I'm curious about is what is it particularly about like working with people that you love so much? Mm, I just see the greatness in everyone, man. Mm. Straight out. Like I, I just know everyone has a unique potential that's like waiting to come out. And like it really like upsets me when I see someone playing less than what they're capable of. And like when I go out to corporate environments, I just, it's it's there, man. It's yeah. it's all fear. For sure. Everyone's in these jobs out of fear of like, oh, like what if I can't pay my rent? Or like right. what if my parents judge me? Or like what if I look like a loser if I quit my job and become mm. a meditation? Like fear keeps us trapped you know playing less than what we could mm-hmm. and I, I i really like that's my purpose i want to show people like you actually got this inner greatness that yeah. once you access it like you're going to impact people or become a version of you that you never thought was possible like mm-hmm. it's the mind can only measure what we're going to lose it can't see what we're going to create so my mm-hmm. mind couldn't see what if when i quit my corporate job what, what's going to happen the mind can't see that all right. it saw was lose my salary, lose my benefits, yeah. lose my comfortable fucking commute to work every day. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's what keeps people stuck. Mm. They can't see what's possible when you mm-hmm. follow your heart and follow your passion. So, yeah. I mean, well, man, that's, I don't think enough people think about that because when you said that, like that, you know, that really clicked with me a little bit because, you know, so many people talk all the time about, yeah, like, oh, if you if you take this leap of faith, like, think about all the things that are behind you. Hmm. But you very rarely think about yeah. all the things that could be in front no of you. Shit. I think that's... Uh, it's the unknown. Yeah. Fear of the unknown, man. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what the mind fears the most. Which is uh, yeah. which is a powerful, powerful yeah. thing. How do, how do people kind of, like, take that step? Like, I know that that, like, fear is super prominent. Like, that's, you know, Big it's a, something that's... It's a huge part of your life, especially when you are thinking like, you know, maybe this corporate job isn't for me or like Mm. maybe what I'm doing, like, even though, you know, my dad or my mom wanted me to be a lawyer, I'm a lawyer and Mm. I really don't like it that much. But like, you know, six years down the path of studying and university, like fees and all that kind of stuff. All this, this baggage behind you, like, what do you, uh, or even like, what do you see in people that kind of like, is that maybe toughest part about taking that first step, but also like kind of like the most beautiful, like that most powerful part about taking that first step. Yeah, definitely. Like the, the courage emerges mm. when, like I said before, you realize that none of it matters. Mm. Ultimately. Yeah. Nothing on external really matters that much. Mm. You know, when so you, true. like one of the quotes that I used at the end of my, my I did my first uh, speaking event yeah. a couple yeah, of months yeah. ago and I ended the speech by saying, you know, there's nowhere to go and there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Realizing this, we can go anywhere and do anything. Yeah. And to me, that's it. Like once you realize that like it's, you've already got everything. Yeah. The love or the joy or the passion, it's all within you already. Just waiting for you to tap into it. Meditation is one way of doing it. Mm-hmm. The minute you tap into that, you realize I can go anywhere and do anything. Like yeah. who cares about the, you know, like you just have this overwhelming faith and trust Yeah. that mm-hmm. everything's going to work out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where mm-hmm. the courage came for me. Just I just knew I, was, I knew it was, yeah. happiness came from in here. Yeah, yeah. So. How was that? Uh, how was that first speaking of it? By the way, it I was mean, awesome. I, I was gonna say like this yeah. is uh, you know this is a really that was a really cool opportunity to be able to kind of get up in front of like a group of people and have this conversation. Like mm-hmm. how was that for you, dude? It was it was like it was sort of something that I'd visualized mm-hmm. when I first began this journey, like me speaking in front of large groups oh, and sharing so cool this message. And, about, man. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those yeah. moments where it's like, whoa, this is. This has been in my my mind. My, my visual. I created this in my mind. Like, mm. 
years before it actually happened and that when that moment comes it's like yeah everything led up to this and in the moment it was about me just getting out of my own way and mm-hmm. just like obviously i was really nervous it's like it's yeah. scary right yeah, like, 100%. but it was such a powerful thing because like it was it was the message man i just wanted to get the message across around like this what we're talking about now it's yeah. like we all have greatness within man mm-hmm. and i just want to help show people that like if i can access it fucking anyone can yeah Do you know what i mean like yeah, if i can leave a corporate job so can anyone else like right you know we're no different like we all have the same they were born with the same capabilities yeah some people deficiencies but at the end of the day we all have access to the love within like Mm -hmm. it's that uh it's that kind of like yeah it's like that living the internal life in a positive way because i know on the podcast i've talked about uh living an internal life in like a negative way um i know a lot of the times in my life like i would uh whether it was like mental illness or whether it was, you know, just kind of like ruts that I found that I was kind of falling into my life. Yeah. I'd kind of go into myself, but in like a negative way in like that kind of like self pitying and that kind of like, you know, that's uh, that self loathing that like, I don't know, why is, why are we upset? Why, you know, mm. why is life kind of being like it is, but to kind of find that like channel the other side of it and mm. see like, Hey man, like this is like all of the positivity is like still here. The negative, like the negative stuff's present, but like, also i think it's that same idea of like looking behind you versus looking forward yeah. it's like you can see the negativity because it's all it's like right in your face but to kind of believe in that positivity like that's huge because the negativity is inevitable man of we're course. all gonna fucking face like yeah bad like dark emotions it's mm-hmm. part of the human experience yeah it's how we choose to react and respond when we go through those challenging periods because the challenging periods is what needed for us to get to the next level right you know, there's going to be, you know, when you start a new chapter or dive into the unknown, yeah. you're going to face the the resistance that comes up with that. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed, like you said there, it's like we, we tend to judge what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. Like you feel anxiety, we feel depression. We're like, ah, oh, why am I feeling this? Yeah. Or like, I don't want to be feeling this. But that's the resist. Like the minute you have a desire to feel something different to what you're feeling now, mm-hmm. you're resisting what is, mm. which keeps the emotion there. It keeps the you block off the flow of universal energy moving through you. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling de- depressed or anxi- anxious, maybe that's a part of your journey. Yeah, embrace 100%. that for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that you made a good point about that, man. Thank you. Man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's a it's a definitely a cool thing to think of. You know, we're kind of just sitting here having this conversation. Like, there's been so many things that you've brought forward that have kind of like evoked um emotion in me uh is there anything that like maybe somebody you've worked with has kind of mentioned to you or like a lesson that you've been taught through the people uh that you work with on a daily basis because i know that they are obviously learning a ton from you about mindfulness and about about self um but i'm curious to know like you're super receptive guy like i want to know like kind of like what you've learned a little bit with working with all these people yeah dude that's this has been like one of the the best things about going all in in your passions Mm -hmm is like I'm constantly around people in this environment, in this energy, always right. having conversations. And like I, I, a lot of the time I see people as mirrors, as parts of us that we need to look at. And right. I've often if I'm around someone who like triggers something in me, you, usually that's a part of me that needs to be looked at. Mm. But for a lot of the times when I first came out here, I was at a healing clinic where I was learning about frequency technology and healing modalities. And I was just around like some really advanced healers. And mm. I was just like so fascinated by it where they got in their journey and like yeah. the things they knew and i was like i was like literally interviewing everyone that i met <laughs> i was like tell me more about like yeah. the stuff you're up yeah. to because constant yeah education. constantly and like because i was so passionate so passionate like, i just yeah. come from fucking accounting right yeah like i'm doing tax <laughs> totally like, different yeah world. so now yeah. i'm just like full-time doing what i love all learning. analytical yeah yeah so yeah. i was just like just sponge man sponging mm. up everything it was like to me it was the environment and just understanding where that everyone's on the same journey. Yeah. 
and they're just at different phases in the journey. Mm-hmm. And the minute you realize that, you 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 let go of the i the the judgment of like oh like this person is doing something I want to be doing, and yeah. you just realize like they're if someone's further along the journey than you, mm-hmm. dope. Like, I, I truly believe yeah. we can learn from everyone. For sure. Like, even if someone's younger than you and so you think, oh, what the hell can I learn from this kid? Yeah. There's a lesson you can extract from them. For sure. Some perspective that they have that can bring some value to, to mm-hmm. your life. So I, I truly believe, like, I like to interview everyone, man. Every conversation, that. I'm like, this is something I can learn here. 100%. I mean, yeah. I think that's such a great mindset to, to always be like, always be like a student of life. Yeah, always. That's it. Man. I think that's the coolest. See, man, you're thing. a pod- you, that's the thing. This is why I love podcasting because like it's an opportunity to sit down and For have sure, a conversation man. with someone 100%. and learn from them. And, like, yeah, yeah. So I, I've, that's what I loved about my podcast as well. It's, it's yeah, you know, interview people and just like learn from people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, yeah, it really is the coolest thing. And I know, like, as a fellow podcaster, like you can you know you can relate to that idea of like you get to talk to some of the most like emotionally educated mm. like really inspiring individuals and to have that uh to have that chance to like to further your own education and like further your own examination of like humanity what like we're all doing here and mm. it, it's funny i had actually had a conversation with uh someone who's very close to me the other day we, we were having a conversation that we were t- it was an emotional conversation uh and they they said something that really stuck with me and it was the idea that everyone has a story to tell some people are better writers um, and I, and I thought that that was really cool because like, if you can get people to kind of like, if you're, if you're able to yeah, 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 those yeah. that little bit kind of yeah. thing, it's like, not everyone's going to be able to take their experience and bundle it up and put a nice little bow on it and yeah. say like, here it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. but everyone has that story and you can learn from every person you meet. Big oh, time. it's the coolest thing. Every, man. like, you know what I mean? Like no matter where you are on your journey, there's someone behind you who's probably going yeah. through something you've just come out the other end of. Exactly. And by you sharing the lessons you got from it, you're actually help. That's why I love social media, man. I just feel like I share a lot on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, it's beautiful because you can be a space for someone else who's probably going through something yeah, you've yeah. just come out the other end of. 100%. So it's like, I'm big, I'm big on the whole sharing aspect, which yeah. is great yeah. that, that you're doing this. And um, Well, I mean, yeah. you're like, uh, make sure to go follow uh, Jordan on social media at State Shifters. Yeah, correct? that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the stuff that you've been sharing, especially lately, I found has been like super insightful it's been incredibly well put like a lot of the stuff that's you know talking about yet it is talking about that internal like aspect of life and like how you can channel different energies and how you can channel like you can bring to fruition different mindsets and different uh, thinking patterns i think that that's just so important we don't talk about that enough this guy's coffee or something oh my gosh worried about i found a lot of the time especially with some of the men that i've talked to in my life like they don't take that time to like that Mm self-reflection and that idea of understanding that their mindset is creating the reality like what they're you know the energies mm-hmm. that they're doing because it's just one of those things like so often we get caught up especially as men in this trap of you got to be you know you have to be the provider and if you're not the provider you're a failure if you're not you know if you're if you haven't hit certain benchmarks if you're not uh if you're not at a certain point and people will kind of look at you and be like oh this guy's you know this guy hasn't figured it out yeah, yet kind of thing yeah. we have to take that time to just understand that like we have to fulfill what's coming from from inside mm-hmm. yeah and a lot of the times it's like judgment on ourselves like yeah. I, that's something oh, I've man, still had time. that's one of the battles that came up for me when I left my corporate job 100% and came out here it was like sure. you know my friends and I are like graduating and like working making good money like mm-hmm. as engineers or investment bankers and like yeah. here I am like kind of you know obviously took a hit financially to come out and follow course, this yeah. but like yeah. the mind will creep in and be like oh you know you should be further along the journey by now or like you should have done this by now or like look at Look at all these other people who are further along their journey. And right. it's, it's so important to like switch switch off from that and connect back with, like you said, 
where wherever you're at is perfect mm. it's literally perfect like mm. don't want to rush don't try and let go of the need to rush through specific yeah. phases in life big time Mm-hmm. because yeah it's there's there's a lesson in each each phase there's a lesson everywhere yeah, yeah. yeah. no yeah, it's, man that's uh that's just such like i i love like this conversation has been one of the one of the favorite ones that i've had because like to to talk about that like that manifestation i think is just mm. so so powerful we don't i don't think it gets enough credit necessarily like just in the grand scheme of life to like understand that like in failure there's lessons in positives there's lessons like in that self-reflection like there's always kind of like something you can take there's always Big something time. you can spot like yeah as Big you said you can sponge time. up um i guess uh you know i, I really want to know because like this jump from corporate to kind of following this passion like it, it is something that i find so interesting because i know it's a it's a, something that a lot of people whether they want to admit it or not would <laughs> love to do was there ever kind of like that uh that that sense of of self-doubt while you were going through this whole process like that was like so overwhelming that you didn't know if maybe you were kind of doing the right thing um not it, when when i left there wasn't any even though i was copying the most judgment or criticism from you know like I had my some of my parents friends would say oh i mean you just stick it out man yeah. like you're at yeah, deloitte yeah. just hang around for three years and get your, your ca at home as a chartered accountant sure. and that, that literally opens up you know, six-figure salary right. pretty much anywhere in the world. Exactly. And people couldn't understand why I didn't want to stick around mm-hmm. and just see out my three-year tenure as a grad. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm growing on an external. Like, mm-hmm. this is the thing. This is the thing when people have corporate jobs or jobs they don't want to be at. Like, you still grow on an external level. You get the title. You get the promotion. Right. But in an internal level, mm-hmm. you're capped. Yeah. You're, 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 your growth on a spiritual level is capped. Mm-hmm. Because if you know the next step in your inner growth is to quit your job and go full-time on your passions, but you delay that process out of fear mm-hmm. of, you know, like we said before, the mind getting in the way, you can yeah. only see the things you'll lose, mm-hmm. and you don't acknowledge the next step and take the leap, mm-hmm. you can't you can't grow. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. you'll ultimately be capped at how much happiness, love, joy mm. you can bring to the world. Mm. So for me, it was like, it was just, I knew it was the next step. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I can ignore this feeling for, I couldn't ignore the feeling any longer. So yeah. I was like, it's time, man. People can yeah. judge if they want, but this yeah. is my journey. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that, man. That's like, that takes some self-confidence too. Mm. Because have that belief in yourself that like, regardless of where I go, like I'm going to, number one, I'm going to inspire individuals, but I'm also going to inspire myself. And like, like I think that that takes a immense amount of like that confidence in oneself, but also like just kind of a belief in one's capabilities, which I think is something that a lot of people struggle with right now. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the things you do to keep your, to keep your like, self-confidence high yeah well self-confidence is something that in general like i I, it's something i have to work on pretty continuously um because of the fact that i'm i'm very uh in my head a lot a lot of the times that can it can circulate some really negative stuff so i think something that keeps my self-confidence high is number one i mean like doing things like this like having these conversations and and uh learning about like the human condition and just you know the idea that humans are flawed yeah. And I, I worked so hard for so many years of my life on trying to be, whether it was like the perfect boyfriend or the perfect son, perfect brother and perfect student, perfect everything. Right. Yeah. And it would drain me because it was like, am I doing these things because I really love them or am I doing these things because I want people to have this certain perception of me yeah. and something that helps me with my own self-confidence is just that once in a while, taking that time to step back and saying, just because I'm not doing all these things perfectly or to exactly the, you know, where I think I should be at this point, like it's all part of the process Mm. and it's all part of the journey. And like, I am a flawed individual. I'm not a perfect human being, but like, there's kind of beauty in that Mm. and that idea of like, you don't have to be man. And like, I struggled with it for a very long time. So 
that's that's a big thing for me on like the self-confidence um area is just this idea of like who who like who am i not to kind of like like shine and have purpose and who like you know and just do these things and kind of run this marathon and just like go through this you know whole mm. whole shebang. i love that man yeah Ex- yeah. yeah like accepting the fact that we're going to make mistakes and not yeah. being so hard 100 yeah yeah, like yeah forgiveness is a is a is a, is one of my favorite words because like often when people think forgiveness they think oh there's someone how i need to forgive out there a lot of the times it's ourself man mm-hmm. we should forgive ourselves like we, yeah. forgive, we we make a mistake we miss something or we let someone down it's like the first person to forgive is yourself yeah. you can't forgive yourself man you're gonna be yeah, you, you'll lose the confidence it's gonna be a tough yeah, yeah it's gonna be a tough you're gonna goal, be eh? beating yourself up all the time for sure i see that for a lot of people for sure yeah as you know i guess staying on that note as we kind of coming towards the end of the podcast uh every week i like to give out a challenge for my listeners kind of something that they can kind of take with them throughout the week they can either think about it or they can actually like tangibly do um that'll kind of like impact whatever we kind of talked about in this episode so um this week you know we focused a lot on kind of meeting and passion and, and and that idea of like pursuing like like pursuing the emotions that are kind of coming from within and really mm-hmm. understanding that like this what's coming from inside is manifesting what's what's outside mm-hmm. so is there a particular challenge you'd like to issue um to the listeners of this podcast something that they can kind of take with them through the week um to kind of just think about uh think about what we talked about today yeah maybe just imagine or ask yourself the question like if money wasn't a factor what mm-hmm. would i be doing mm-hmm. would you still be at the job you're doing now mm-hmm. would you be doing something different mm-hmm. you know like if you could not fail in life what would you do interesting start to like write like write some of these things down for a lot of people might be playing music every day or like you know for me it was like do you i would still do yoga i would still eat healthy i'd still go to the gym i'd still want to edit my podcast i still want to like post stuff yeah. on social media like and for a lot of us start I, this is the challenge i propose like start to notice some of the excuses we create of why we can't do these things like it might be like we said before it's like i gotta go to a job i gotta pay bills i gotta do this like these are excuses but at the same time it keeps up they keep us trapped like just because you're at a job doesn't mean you can't make time to create or play an instrument or draw or do some form of art or some form of create like that to me that is my challenge identify what it is that you want to create and even if it's for 10 to 15 minutes a day just start creating that's awesome like even if, like for me it was blogs i wanted to write blogs yeah and just the act of like saying every day i'm gonna get up and write a blog i don't mm. even, i don't care like how good it is right i'm just gonna create yeah and it's momentum man creativity mm. is like a muscle i mean you started like just putting stuff out there it was like it, it got better and better and this momentum yeah. The more created it. yeah it was like an energy that i started to bring with me into my for into sure my job yeah so yeah, just start. That would be my chance. Just identify what's blocking you from creating the things you want to create and then carving out time to just like start putting something out there. Mm. One of my uh, one of my favorite, I guess, uh, quotes that I see kind of drifting around a lot is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, when he said, uh, when he first moved to Hollywood and he said, uh, you know, you've got 24 hours in a day and people say like, you know, I, I need to get my eight to 10 hours of sleep. And he said, okay, well, how about, how about we get seven? And they said, okay, well, then I work, uh, you know, I work a job for eight hours. He said, okay, so seven, you know, you got to work that job. Okay, so, you know, 15, 14 to 15 kind of thing. Yeah. And he goes, okay, so you've got 10 hours. And they're like, oh. Like they, you know, people, people <laughs> Legit, all, uh, all the time just go. So that's, a, that's a lot of time. That's yeah, a big chunk of yeah, time. They yeah, go, they go, I have no time throughout the day. I go, okay, well, like, what do you do from the hours mm-hmm. of, like, eight to midnight? They're like, well, you know, eight o'clock, I'm kind of tired. I wind down, I watch a couple hours of TV or whatever. And then I go to bed and I wake up the next day and kind of do that. It's like, so 
and, and they're like, oh, I don't have time to do anything else. I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't have the energy to do it. But man, I, I've spoken to people who have kind of started to take that time, that two hours a day or whatever, yeah. to do things that they're passionate about. They have more energy mm. because they get through the job because they're like, they're like, you know, I'm so excited to work tonight. Like, you know, once I get yeah, home and stuff yeah. and it is, that's that idea. They said like their work life started to improve. They got more confident. They had a lot more, you know, they had a lot more power and like asking for things and kind of believing in themselves because they finally were doing something that had that mm. little spark of passion. So I think that it's, I think that that's such a great, yeah, great man. challenge. For, just keep uh, fueling the flame, man. Once you want it, just keep fueling it. Yeah. I love it, man. Well, Jordan, you know, I want to thank you so much, uh, so much for sitting down and, uh, and taking the time and just, uh, you know, reflecting and having this conversation. It really, uh, it means a lot to me and I know it means a lot to my listeners too. So thank you, man. I really, really appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, brother. I've really enjoyed this and you're, like, you're doing amazing stuff, man. So Thanks, man. You are too. Wisdom. Man, this whole community of like yeah. mindfulness and wellness, man, it's on an absolute wave. Right yeah, now. man. I'm going to get you out to Australia as well and get you on my podcast. 100%, man. That sounds That's, great. Uh, for sure. Distance is no barrier here, man. I love We're it, bro. I love it. So before we go, Jordan, is there anything else that uh, you kind of want to tell our listeners? Anything that you want to take some time to blast out there? yeah i would love to connect with anyone who's vibing or resonating with this conversation follow me on social media at state shifters and if you want to go deeper drop me a message because i just finished putting together an online program where i distilled down all the lessons that i took from this kind of journey that i took where i left my corporate job to follow my passions and pursue the work that inspired me i put it in a program to help other people take that exact journey you know eight weeks of like starting out what is your purpose getting crystal clear on the impact you want to have um i'm just ready to start to bring this to more people so if you're inspired by this conversation let us connect um and yeah man this has been great love it dude love thank it. you thank you Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 